Um, and then I think Liam started to suggest this really nice thing that we'd do at the end of a, of a busy clinic, which was to kind of, rather than have, you know, the tendency can be to have a bit of a whinge about all the difficulties we were facing, uh, we started to talk about, well, what had gone well in our clinic on that day? Um, and basically, be- without realising it, we, we started practising gratitude to each other, and that's kind of where it all really kicked off. Hello there. Here we are again. Did you miss us? Season two of the Movement with Gratitude podcast is upon us. We're so excited after the huge success of season one. Uh, We are looking to embark on more conversations with some good human beings all centred around movement and gratitude. So this time round, we have a guest presenter to join me on the odd episode, the amazing Liz Warner, huge part of the Ungrateful team. So we're super excited about having her energy and her vibe involved in this new season. So sit back, relax, tell your friends, and remember, don't just run, run grateful. Okay, here we are. So um, excited to be here uh, with a couple of amazing guests for this season two of, of the Movement with Gratitude podcast here in uh, not so sunny, quite chilly Hackney Wick uh, with a couple of doctors that have come over from uh, different parts of London. So we'll we're, we're dive deep and introducing them into a second. We have Dr. Fahina Sadiq and Dr. Liam Smith. Hello. Hello. Thanks Hi, for yeah. having us. Okay. Um, I take it you know each other, which we is do, good. We do, we okay, do. <laughs> Very <good>. well. <laughs> yes. All right, so you come as a duo. So uh, we're going to share a little bit about um, who you are and then we can open up the just whatever this chat is going to it's going to is going to be you know so I'm excited to dive in so first things first short little bio so you're both uh, medical doctors uh, with over 20 years of clinical experience between you Uh, you both practice in the inner city of London and are particularly passionate about serving diverse communities and tackling health equality seeing rising numbers of patients over the years who are suffering with mental health problems you founded your business Gratitude in early 2020 uh, with the aim of providing evidence-based well-being solutions which were accessible to all and compatible with people's busy day-to-day lives. Really up my alley, so I'm looking forward to, to chatting with you guys. So as medical doctors, you've seen growing numbers of patients with stress, anxiety and depression over the years. Um, and obviously the pandemic has, has just heightened you know, all this kind of conversation. So uh, with your own stress levels, you're increasing too. To help, you started practicing gratitude and encouraging family and friends and patients to join you. And within a period of time, a week or so, your well-being massively improved. So now you're on a mission to ensure that millions around the world reap the scientifically proven well-being benefits of simply taking a moment to be grateful every day. With gratitude, practicing gratitude has never been easier. So go on, what are you grateful for today? So, wow, like, I've done quite well reading off a bit of paper there, if I'm honest, but I've done quite well. And uh, as most of our listeners, if not all of them, uh, would guess you to uh, speak in the same language as us. Uh, we are both, you know, heavily uh, linked in so many ways by the sounds of it. So, yeah. Uh, enough of my voice let's get you you guys involved so uh, well done first of all for what sounds to be a busy 2020 we're just creating something and putting something out there into the world Um, I've got my own experiences of things of that nature including run grateful so behind the scenes I'm sure you've got a a few stories to tell Um, but yeah let's just dive into it Um, 
you've asked me what I've been grateful for in a roundabout way, I'll tell you in a minute. Uh, first of all, should we start there? Where, anything that you're grateful for today that you want to share? Well, I'd say I didn't realise there was a tube strike on the way in. So oh. I was on the platform, it was super crowded, and I was like, oh, damn, I'm going to be late to meet Liam. Um, and so I was feeling a little bit grumpy, and I thought, do you know what? This is a perfect moment to practice gratitude. Mm -hmm. But what am I grateful for? And I thought, do you know what? I'm grateful for the fact that I am warm and toasty, got all this body heat around me from all these other people. Mm -hmm. I'm on my way to have a really interesting conversation with, you know, yourself. Um, meeting up with my colleague that I've been so grateful for since we started this journey together in 2020. Um, and just the fact that it's it's a beautiful, it's cold, as you said, but it's a beautiful, clear winter's day. So this is what I felt grateful for today so far. Amazing. And as I take a sip of my Yorkshire tea that you uh, you provided no, me, I didn't get here. You, you didn't yeah, make yeah. it. I made it right. myself. It's beautifully yeah. made. But uh, no. yeah, I think I'm going to say a nice cup of tea. To be honest, I think sometimes we don't think about the simple things we can be grateful for. And right now, I was a bit parched when I came in. I was offered a cup of tea, and it's going down very well. So that's what I'll say for, for now. <laughs> well, I'm not a tea drinker, but I used to be. And uh, I don't know why I stopped drinking. I just got out of the habit. Coffee took over. Black Americanos entered my life, and uh, <laughs> like tea never existed. Uh, but thanks for sharing that bit of gratitude. It's a nice, uh, as we're probably all aware, um, and there's probably science to back this up, but it's a nice little reset, isn't it? Okay. You know, it's been a busy morning and as sure. you've alluded to, you've travelled in and there's unexpected things that happen with troop strikes. So thanks for making me aware of that. Um, so now I know. <laughs> and uh, and so, yeah, you know, a bit of gratitude. Okay, let's focus, let's reset and let's let that be the start of, of this conversation. So, like I said, you, you guys uh, are hyper aware of some of the science behind this. Um, I never went in that direction with it when in you know gratitude started to introduce itself to my life and I started mm. to sense the value and you know the power of it uh, but yeah it's not rocket science it works mm. and uh, you know and a big part of the run grateful language and kind of how we message you know things out there into the world that there's always something to be grateful for you know and uh, we don't just say that you know, just slips off our tongue, like nothing matters, you know, depending on other people's circumstances or situations where gratitude might not be, you know, uh, top of their things to do list. Um, so I'm fully aware of, of things like that. But, but yeah, you know, there is always something to be grateful for. So, so this gratitude journey, I mean, let's start with you guys, actually, how did, how did you meet? Uh, obviously, both doctors, so that might be, you know, uh, the reason that you connected in the first, how long ago was that? How long have you been friends? We've been friends since 2015, no. I think. 2015. Yeah. And as with a lot of things, it was probably a slight moment of adversity that kind of brought us together because <laughs> we were both training together in a quite a challenging practice, a GP practice. So we're both GPs. Um, and we bonded over late nights in clinic trying to do paperwork and that sort of thing over yorkshire became, tea over yorkshire tea <laughs> yeah, yorkshire yeah. tea and chocolates not yeah. that we should preach that as doctors but definitely um so yeah we became friends kind of straight away since then and had a very similar outlook on the way we wanted to practice medicine and looking at kind of more holistically about people's mental health and things like that so it just kind of stemmed from there really mm, okay and yeah listen like you stay connected ever since and so was there any ambition of creating something that you did in 2020 was it conversation you'd have in the past or was it just a moment in time to say do you know what it feels right let's do it or was it just something that just got actioned in 2020 and pretty much off the cuff sure I think so as you mentioned in the introduction so we've been seeing increasing numbers of patients with kind of similar problems in terms of kind of low mood anxiety stress 
and stress at, at least I think that is some I, I would assume everybody listening to this right now has felt stressed at some point in their life if not experienced low mood and anxiety as well so Looking at kind of, you know, people needing more support with these types of problems, um, we also, I think, both mutually started to feel a little bit frustrated that some of the things we were recommending to to patients, you know, they were coming back and saying that they were finding these things too difficult to sustain, too difficult to form habits um, with. So, you know, exercising five times a week, you know, there's a lot of barriers in people's lives, why they can't be doing that five times a week. Um we were recommending sort of well-being apps that were out at the time, uh, particularly a lot of the focus at that time was around sort of meditation um, and having patients come back to me and, and sort of saying, I don't think this is for me. I, I can't do the whole sitting in silencing. I find that too difficult. And so they'd stop. So they weren't getting any kind of benefit. So there was this kind of rise in the sort of demand for solutions. But then the things we were saying to patients were kind of bouncing back and not really working. So I think at that point you know we started to realize you know is there an opening here for something that else we could provide um that that anybody could use that really didn't have any barriers to kind of entry if you like um and so I think for a couple of years we were realizing that we did want to get involved with something um just didn't know what that something was um and then I think you know the the world kind of did obviously a bit of a 180 in 2020 for everybody um, and, uh, you know, COVID arrived. Um, and as you can probably imagine, being a, a healthcare worker at the start of that pandemic, uh, you know, we didn't have a clue what was going on. It was very, very stressful. Um, and then I think Liam decided to suggest this really nice thing that we'd do at the end of a, of a busy clinic, which was to kind of, rather than have, you know, the tendency can be to have a bit of a whinge about all the difficulties we were facing, uh, we started to talk about, well, what had gone well in our clinic on that day? Um, and basically, be- without realising it, we, we started practising gratitude to each other. And that's kind of where it all really kicked off. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, you're smiling. You could remember that moment I think, Yeah, and I yes. think, like you said, it was kind of market, uh, like an organic thing. Like, we didn't we didn't really come from the science side of it necessarily. We came it wasn't from our own personal experience. Of, no. Yes. <laughs> our own personal experience of actually this worked for us, kind yep. of practising gratitude. And then kind of digging more into it and kind of looking at kind of the science behind it and actually why it might work and, and what's kind of going on more medically. But like you said, it's, it's, it's not rocket science in a way. It, it kind of, you know, there's a direct benefit that people can feel almost immediately, but also in the longer term, kind of you practice regularly. So, yeah. Oh, there's so much there. Just to, just in that little snapshot of what you fed back there, there's so many questions and, and, and how I like kind of relating to the experience that you both had and, and how like... So there's a couple of things I'll probably highlight. So the first thing is is how gratitude can absolutely be a gateway because it's like a lot of things in it. We all need evidence as human beings. And, and when things like gratitude are, are positioned or brought up in conversation, if you've got no evidence or no kind of history mm. of, of knowing what that actually means, because like it's a bit of a, not even a buzzword really, like gratitude isn't in everyone's vocabulary for whatever reason. Mm. You know, different people have got different names for it. But, you know, as, as a thing... You know, it's it's not really mainstream yet, shall we sure. say? You know, you you must, you know, there, there's you know, lots of things out there in which you can kind of come across things like that. But but anyway, yeah, for people that might need it more than others, if that's the right way of putting it, you know, they they're not at that place where they're open-minded enough mm. to kind of think, okay, yeah, I'm going to try this thing. But as you've uh, you know brilliantly pointed out, that it is sustainable. You know, and if you can start anywhere mm. with like 
and you mentioned about the Yorkshire tea, just like the simple things, just something, you know, and let that be the spark for just opening your mind even, you know, even more and just building them habits. And then all of a sudden your perception changes, how you feel about someone changes, how you feel about yourself changes. And all of a sudden you're just in a different spot, even if it's for five seconds, that five seconds can give you hope for, for five weeks, you know, it's just really powerful, Absolutely. you know. And, and so, yeah, listen, like, um, and with you being frontline, you know, literally, and, and seeing, you know, the reality of life and not sometimes what is positioned on things like social media which mm. is kind of like false sense of of reality or, or whatever, you know, because, you know, in my opinion, sometimes reality is positioned like not worth living, you know, to its mm. fullest. Like, because reality is that stress, you know, if you choose to engage in life in some ways, then stress happens, anxiety happens. And, it's, it, and yes, it can go against you and it's not the best feeling to have in the world, but it's part of being a human being. So as long as we learn to manage these thoughts and feelings, you're kind of, in my opinion, anyway, like you're halfway there to, yeah, to kind of live in a, a fruitful, realistic life, knowing mm. that, you know, day-to-day, you know, tends to bring different things, you know, yeah. and uh, some, some, some of them great, some of them not so good, but it's all that kind of, yeah, so being frontline and, um, you know, you, I think you mentioned some of what is suggested uh, to patients isn't always uh, things that you, uh, uh, I say comfortable, is that the right way of putting it? Because mm, you know sure. they might not be able to work, but mm. so these new ways of suggest, of suggesting things, are you seeing benefits to them, like people feeding back to suggest actually, yeah, like that. I feel like I can do that, and and it's working for me. Definitely, I think it's it's such a low hanging fruit in a way, kind of gratitude practice that, like like we said, it's so simple that anyone can do it, and you can start suggesting different things people can grateful, different themes, like the little things like the Yorkshire tea, or they might have got a new job, they might be getting married, the big things, this. And then, like Fahana said, things that, you know, there might have been a bit of a tough start to the day in terms of a train strike, but actually she could find silver linings in that as well. So I think it's just, it, it allows people to take it whichever, it's a very personal thing, and people can take it whichever way that they want, which means it is applicable to everyone. So everyone, really, that I feel like I've suggested it to, there's no negative side effects to it. No. There's not, it's not like... You're never going to you know, be any worse off, are you? Yeah, it, it, they can try it. They might not get on with it. Fine. I'd maybe suggest maybe they're not maybe in the right headspace yet. Maybe keep trying. But, but actually, that's okay. But there's not like a negative impact on that. So it's quite free. We're quite free to just suggest it to people and see how they take it. And that's the thing with conversations of this nature, isn't it? It's just like just that starting point. You haven't got to be an expert in gratitude and have mm. yeah. a gratitude list of 100 things or 10 things and, and have everything in the world, you know, because you don't want it to go again, depending on what, what mindset. And listen, I've been in this mind space before where you, it, you can feel like it can go against you actually I've got nothing to be grateful for mm. and all of a sudden it's that kind of glass half empty you're giving the, the voices in your head license then to think well actually yeah you're no good you haven't got this you haven't got this mm. and then you know and it's like whoa whoa you know even talking to you now my, my voice is kind of quickening up you know slightly <laughs> yeah but actually gratitude is there to, su- to support you you know and just kind of hyper focusing on just that one or two things that could just be the start of um, without putting myself, just you know, things changing, you know, within that moment, you know, and, and it's and it's really powerful, isn't it? And and the great thing that we found with Ron Grateful, you know, with people doing these gratitude miles around the world, whether they're walking or running them, mm-hmm. you know, if they're lucky enough to do so, is, you know, we've had some people, you know, really share some really you know, intimate stories with us around the kind of stuff they've got going on and some of their insecurities and and all this kind of jazz and. 
and it's just been an outlet for them to actually mm. think do you know what like you know everything's going to be okay and it's just it's just amazing isn't it and and that's the evidence that you need to think okay like no one's unique here you know we've all got an opportunity uh to to kind of access this and uh, and apps like yours uh, by the sounds of it giving people that that space an opportunity to to go on that journey with gratitude so yeah. uh so going back before what what made you want to be doctors that kind of what <laughs> growing up and and things like that kind of yeah what was your interest in life uh, you know bringing movement into the conversation uh, and and you prescribe it now i think that's a thing isn't it with mm -hmm. doctors yeah. and getting out in the outdoors yeah. and nature and move you know and walking and you know all that kind of stuff so is that something that you both do? Do you move in various ways? Do you keep active? Absolutely. So I am used to be a runner. I used to play a lot of football, but I um, did the, the old Michael Owen injury with the, with the ACL tear. So I'm not a runner, sadly, oh. anymore. But I would honestly say, you know, when people say, what are your hobbies? What's your favourite thing to do? My favourite thing to do is to go on a gratitude walk. Um, so I try to do that every day. I live by the river. Um, so that incorporates, for me, physical exercise, the, the movement of walking, which is obviously great for our health gratitude practice which you know so many benefits uh for me you know the first benefit i noticed of gratitude practice was it really improved my sleep okay. so that that's that's something uh, amongst other things um and i can be mindful on that walk so i really try and reap and sort of reap the benefits of that calming effect that nature has on our minds which again there's all loads of science behind that as well so i try and think of things i'm grateful for but also focus on my surroundings and find things on my walk that I feel grateful for. So whether that's seeing a, you know, a, a curious looking bird that uh, I notice in a tree or whether that's the sound of, of leaves crunching under my feet, um, you know, try and think of something. So it incorporates a lot of wellbeing practices in, in one. So I think something like, you know, I totally recommend like a gratitude walk to anyone out there who's not tried one before or a run, obviously, if you can run. Oh, amazing. Oh, I love it. Love it. Love it. Agree more. So I, I've always used running at a very basic level, so not, not, not super fit, but just as a mental health thing. So I've always used it for my well-being. Same. So a stressful day at work, feel a bit crap, whatever it is, if, if I can get myself out and go for a, just even a 20-minute, 30-minute run, it really clears my head. It's automatic kind of mindfulness in a way. I actually didn't ever pair it with gratitude practice until I started kind of coming across what you're doing, Mark, and kind of run grateful and things. And it and now I'm automatically, habitually thinking of things I'm grateful for when I go for a run, which is amazing. So it just seems to, the benefits of running, the endorphins you get from running, and it just adds another layer on top of that for me, that I can just, oh, actually, the perspective, and, and actually can make me run a bit further if I'm feeling a bit tired. And so I, just, just in thinking about being grateful for your, you know, your body, your health yeah. whilst running. Um, so, yeah, I always do that. And I think, like, like Fahana, I like hiking as well. Um, so I go once a year, I mean, a few friends try and go kind of hiking just off grid a little bit for three days or so and go wild camping. And I love that mm. as a place to kind of completely recharge and get back to nature. And yeah, oh, sounds inviting, I mean, doesn't it? Mm. Eh? Oh, let's go I mean, now. I know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah stop recording. Oh, I mean, great. sometimes it's pretty rough, actually. But yeah, no, it's amazing. It's yeah, well, it's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, it's, if you can embrace the elements, yeah, exactly, you know, sure. and, yeah. and dance yeah. in the rain. As exactly, say, but, exactly. Um, but yeah, no, it's right up, right up my alley, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's great. Just just to go out and experience these things and like you said, just kind of tune out and, and look around you. And, uh, you know, you, you mentioned that mindful walk. You know, I always felt I've got a really busy mind. And sometimes, mm. you know, I've always ran for my well-being. And, you know, I don't class myself as a runner either, you know, yeah. but uh, like I said, what is that? 
and uh, we have spoke about it before we started recording. But but I've always ran for my well-being, always, and, uh, and my relationship with running has always been about that. You know, never no press uh, uh, pressure, no stress. You know, uh, absolutely, I really get it and, and appreciate it and respect people who have like PBs and mm. different marathons around the world that they're kind of personal goals are so whatever gets you out gets you out it's brilliant as long as it doesn't like a lot of things some sometimes it can go against you you know as long as you don't beat yourself up if you don't do certain things but anyway I don't relate to that so that, that's okay but yeah the well-being thing it's just because I've got such a busy mind you know sometimes when I was going out and I was just getting used to what running was for me and how it's kind of my relationship with it and and, and everything that that brought I found that if I was focused on and now I know it to be mindful running. I didn't really at the time, so it wasn't a thing, like 2011, 12. If I focus on that tree or that lamppost or that bit of pavement or, the, or just something, then it just brought my focus back mm-hmm. and I didn't get caught up because sometimes, it's not just running does this or walking, but all of a sudden you travel you know, a mile and you think, oh, you sometimes do it in the car, don't you? And all of a sudden you, you've landed where you're in Yeah, thought, yeah. how did I even get here? How did I get here? Yeah. You just like yeah. auto just, sure. so it's a great way of just being present. And I was like, oh, okay, this is good. And then the gratitude thing come in and I was like, okay, I'm just going to focus on something or someone and just let that be my mm-hmm. driving force. So yeah, I've been doing it for a while, you know, so I relate exactly to kind of your relationship with movement and, uh, and being out and, and also it's time management. You know, if you are running, you know, how else can you utilize that time? You know, sure. let's, yeah. Let's yeah. let's think about positive things and and not necessarily about unwinding, which is huge, you know. And I do it exactly uh, like yourself, but yeah, just you know, just let it not be about you. Think about other people. I was running, and and all of a sudden that might spark. I must mm. ring them and I get back. You know, and obviously it's just just different, and it? it's sure. just just playing around with it. Really, is it's amazing. Uh, but going back to the doctor question and and kind of growing up, was it something? Kind of, you know, you, you said when you were six, I want to be a doctor because it's normally like a doctor, or a vet, or a policeman. I think when you're like, you know, early, early, early ages. Uh, but always wanted to be doctors. Is it what you hoped it would be? Are you happy being doctors these days? Or be so, honest. Well, I think for me, so that my two choices were: I either wanted to be a neurosurgeon because I thought it sounded really cool. Or wow. I wanted to be a guitarist in the most successful band since the Beatles. Okay. So, right. um, and then kind of got Not to... Not both? Didn't do both? <laughs> well, you know, anything's yeah. possible. I think if you put your mind to it, who knows? Um, but sadly, yeah, I wasn't too hot on the guitar and only knew about six chords. So I think when it came to making sort of university six choices... Six more than me. <laughs> okay. um, yeah, I thought medicine's the route for me. Um, just always kind of loved the idea of being able to help to empower people to look after themselves better um and then yeah sort of went to medical school realized that I didn't want to be a surgeon um it's a bit too much sort of blood and guts for me so um uh yeah quite quickly learned that I, I felt that my kind of personality suited more to, to kind of spending a bit more time with people I've always been curious about people I'm quite nosy when I meet people I want to know about their lives I want to know what makes them tick you know who's in their life what's their relationship with their job, you know, all these things, as well as just kind of people's physical health. And uh, that's what general practice kind of allows me to do in that role. So I feel very privileged uh, to be a GP because like you say, we get to see people's real lives, you know, we get to visit them at home um, and just really kind of get a grasp of how, you know, every kind of person in society lives. And for for me, that's like an amazing kind of life education that I think in other jobs, I wouldn't have those kind of opportunities. So I really love, yeah talking to people um, and, and being able to help them live live healthier lives, hopefully. And it's, a, it's a real 
skill, isn't it? Like to detach yourself because you must see and hear like, you know, you know, some things that, you know, on a daily basis, you know, that are just like they leave your door and like, and then it's like, okay, uh, literally without sounding too harsh, not next, you know, and it must be because you're obviously good people with good hearts. And as you just like, kind of uh, mentioned, like really want to serve people in that way and kind of give them tools to support them. But, and so, but as a consequence of that, you still feel, you know, yeah. and, uh, and that emp- it just must be a real, I mean, I imagine experience plays a big part in, in that when you first started, et cetera. It must have, yeah, I mean, listen, the mind boggles just because the, the world needs people like yourselves, you know, to, to do what you do, uh, to be that, you know, the person or persons for, for some. But yeah, tough. Oof, you know, even thinking about it now, thinking like, how, did, how does he do that? But maybe some of that will come out in your answer, Liam. But yeah, yeah. same, similar, always wanting to be a doctor. Or, no. <laughs> Uh, so I, I remember going like a careers talk at school and they were saying, oh, you know, when you're choosing your A-levels, you know, you, you need to do biology if you're going to do medicine. And I'm like, well, I don't want to do medicine. So why are you telling me to do that? So I didn't do biology. And then I took a re- I actually did a psychology degree at university first. So I've always been really interested in the mind and I suppose mental health. So that's always been there. So I did that for three years. And then towards the end of that degree, a lot of the, the modules that I chose at the end were quite medically related so neuroscience kind of neuropharmacology so kind of drugs of the brain and things like that and I thought actually maybe they were right maybe I did want to do medicine so then I went and did a a graduate medicine course um and and like Fahana said I think very quickly there's different types of medics obviously there's a huge spectrum and I think general practice you see people you see the people when they're born you see people right at the end of their lives you see the whole spectrum of life basically and you actually get to follow people through. And I, that's what appealed for me about general practice rather than some very transactional thing in a hospital, which I still loved as well, and the teams in the hospital, but you only saw the patients for a very short period of time and then they were gone, whereas you kept, kept patients with you in general practice. And I think that's really valuable and allows us to do more nosy care, like Fahana was saying, or holistic care in a way, and that you kind of actually find out about their jobs, their lives, their family setup, their social stuff, which we all know impacts hugely on people's medical well-being as as well. It, like you said, there is a challenging job, I think, and I think it is definitely early on. You you can take things home with you that you keep you awake at night, kind of you worry about. You think, oh, did I do the right thing there? You know, or people who's problems you can't solve there's there's lots of issues in the world lots of people have really complex medical problems complex social issues and we can't fix it all in a very short consultation but that's where maybe we kind of found that actually our own well-being we need to take care of as well and that's where kind of gratitude practice has helped us especially recently with that in terms of like you said maybe perspective kind of anchoring as kind of a a gateway into conversations and, and conversations with colleagues so I think it's, everyone knows the NHS is probably struggling at the moment a little bit. It's definitely going through challenging times. But like you said about sharing, but you'd heard about stories of people's kind of gratitude. Actually, if we share gratitude at work as well, so if you just tell a colleague that you're grateful for them, that can really make Massive. such a huge difference. And we we never do. We well, we do now, but but historically, we kind of just you know I need this from you, or there's twenty patients waiting. Can you see two of them? Because I can't. I don't have time. But if at the end of that you say, look, I'm really grateful that you saw that patient for me. It kind of saved my day. I'm so happy that you're my colleague. That really 
helps the wheels keep turning in places like the NHS, I think. And, and, and yeah, so I think Ratchet practice has really helped with those more challenging and it's, it's really lovely in it when you acknowledge another human yeah you know and it's a yeah yeah for whatever reason you know could we do it a lot more and it's the simple practices of uh, or sorry the, the simple examples of like opening a door for somebody you know yeah. all these subtle things in life which actually go such a long way and like yes we take certain things for granted etc but they are huge you know tokens and and you know just gestures of of just being a nice person you know, the butterfly all... effect as well in terms of other people oh. will then pass that on to someone else and it just yeah. ripples yeah. through. Yeah. Which... And it's a real shame, like, just that kind of balance of life is always seems to be a bit off-centre. And, you know, it's one of my little things around, you know, as, as humans, like we're, we're very rarely on the same page, you know, because we've all got a set of circumstances, like whatever they might be, and mm. we're all relate and identify in different ways. But I think things like gratitude can really you know, cut through a lot of that noise and actually kind of give everyone a, a common, you know, something in common, you know, sure. and, uh, like you mentioned, just that simple conversation between one colleague or one friend or mm -hmm. one family member to say, do you know what, like, thank you. You know, I mean, yeah. thanks for what you do for me or for others. And, you know, it doesn't have to always be transactional where, you know, you're giving them a bunch of flowers or that's a lovely gesture, just a simple thank yeah, you. Absolutely. You know, yeah, I was Huge. just going to say, this is why I, I personally believe gratitude practice is just the best well-being practice. Because, you know, the science shows that if you're practicing gratitude and you express it to someone else, they also get those well-being benefits. And you don't get that with other practices. Mm -hmm. And if you're sat there and you're going to a yoga class, well, your partner at home is not benefiting from your yoga class, you know. Um, so I think it makes it really unique in that regard. And, and I think a key part of practice when people come to us and say, oh, how shall I get started with this? I will say that should be one of the cornerstones of your practice to try and, you know, express that to others. You know, whether that's once a week, you'll say something to somebody, you know, or, you know, even to a stranger, like you were saying, the little gestures, you know, I saw somebody offer two people his seat on the tube today. And that was another thing that I felt grateful for that to be able to see an act of human kindness yeah. just kind of gives everyone a little lift. So, yeah, yeah. I think it's. A really important well, part. you know, the hope is that Ron Grateful can sprinkle some of yeah, all this stuff around absolutely. the world, you know, and because, yeah, I don't think it's going to do the world any harm, you know, if we can just play a real small part in that. And uh, But I really feel like that we, we've spoken a lot about the subtle nature of this stuff, you know, and, and just that consistency that is needed, you know, and just building these habits, whether it be daily or weekly or whatever. But, you know, just it's, it's pretty instantaneous as well. So it's mm. a pretty contradiction there with like saying words like subtly, but uh, but it do, it doesn't take long, you know, for that perception to shift slightly in your mind, and and then all of a sudden, you know, you bring the words like evidence back into it, like you can really sense actually, like this is working because all you need to do is like if you were to say somebody, in the next ten minutes, just put yourself in a situation uh, where you can open a door for somebody, mm. and then come back in fifteen minutes and tell me how it made you feel. I doubt they're going to come back and say what a waste of time. What are you doing yeah, telling sure. me to do it? Yeah. So, like I said, it can be instantaneous, but I suppose over time, as we have a lot of good things that benefit us, you know, it just takes that uh, consistency, doesn't it? So, Absolutely. So, a little bit more about the app, you know. I mean, this isn't a new start business entrepreneurial podcast or anything like <laughs> that, but listen, I'm super interested in, in that process and because uh, that does bring... Uh, we've alluded to the fact that if you engage in the world in certain ways, it brings levels of expectation, which can lead you down a bit of a rabbit hole. Yeah. Um, but you know, where did you where did you start? Is it just like because a lot's happened uh, in in 2020 and in and amongst you know you guys were 
needed, you know, mm. quite quite a lot. So how did you fill it in in between your normal day to day? Like, <laughs> tell me, I, I'm, I'm excited to hear. Perhaps the pros of lockdown, some silver linings to lockdown <laughs> is that, yes, we were kind of, you know, busy in the day jobs in clinics, but in the evenings there was much less going out, going to restaurants, going for a drink with friends. So there was time to maybe kickstart it at that point. And that's probably what we utilised quite a lot um early on is that we just worked in the evenings weekends a couple of days here and there um to try and get things off the ground a couple of days here and there <laughs> yeah la, 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 la. yeah so, come on, yeah. <laughs> so tell us more about the app like what what's the opportunity what's the invitation with it like how can people engage with it how can they implement it into their life like what's the abcs of, of what the app actually sure. does um so we feel that it is not only the easiest tool to allow people to practice gratitude but I think we'd say it's probably, the, we think, the easiest well-being tool in general out there. Um, so very simply, it is a uh, video gratitude journal app. So what we encourage users to do is to so use it regularly. And the app is designed in a way that you can use it no matter how busy you are. Because we found through our research that it can improve your well-being with just one minute's use a day. So that's all you need to give if that's all you've got. And everyone, no matter how busy you are, you know, you've got one minute a day. And even if that's you sitting on the toilet or, you know, so um, so it's designed to, you know, not be something that you're on for hours and hours every day. Because obviously there's that balance between yes. kind of burying your head in technology um, and kind of living life. So um, we encourage users to record one to three things that they feel grateful uh, for every day and to think of why. Because we've also found through our research that in terms of kind of the well-being benefits of gratitude practice, you can simply list out things you're grateful for, and that does give you some benefit. But actually, if you kind of engage in this sort of two-step kind of cognitive process, then you you can feel the benefits of gratitude practice in a much more deeper way. So that's what we encourage users to do. Uh, and they record these, you know, 60-second videos. It can be you in your bedroom every night saying what you felt grateful for at the end of your day. Um, how I tend to use it and how other, a lot of other people use it is you have your phone on you all the time. You're living your life. You're going about your day. Anytime something grabs my attention, I feel grateful for it. I get my phone out and I record it. Love it. So it can be as you go along and as you live life, it is that tool that you, you know that can accompany you and, and keep giving you those amazing benefits that we know that gratitude practice can bring. So that's sort of the main core function. Yeah, I think just to pick up on that point, it's, like we said about practicing gratitude, it, it becomes habitual, doesn't it? So actually, after a certain amount of time, you just automatically are seeing more and more things you're grateful for. So I see Fahana getting her phone out all the time, kind of recording things for a gratitude journal. But um, So I think that's a really key, key focus of it. One thing that people seem to kind of really give positive feedback on as well, as well is that there's a, there's a calendar view. So it saves all of your videos in a calendar. And you can just, at any moment you feel, just flick back and have a look. And it's just basically a tapestry of things that you've been grateful for over the past weeks, months, year, however long. And we find that that really kind of reinforces the effect of gratitude and you kind of reflect meta almost gratitude kind of kind of practice that you're reflecting on things that you've been grateful for before it can trigger new things that you're grateful for and it just kind of really enhances the kind of positive benefits um so people really seem to kind of love that aspect of it i think it's really important to say just if people do go and download that that the videos are stored on your phone so it's a very personal experience potentially so we, we don't watch the videos we can't see the videos it's all just for you but you can also share them if you want to so you can share the videos via or 
social media outlets and kind of via WhatsApp if you wanted to. So we tend to think, I don't know, someone's birthday, I'll record a gratitude video and send it to them. Just say, look, this is what I'm grateful for you at the well, moment. We, we, kind we of... need to take this in, don't we? <laughs> so we've, um, uh, we're talking about you know building positive habits yeah. and just taking the moments out of your day. So last December, uh, we went on a, on a mile streak a daily gratitude mile street, wherever you walked it or ran it or whatever. And uh, people from around the world kind of jumped on board of it. It's just an idea that I had. And uh, so me and Liz collectively just, you know, put a framework around it, put it out into the world and people loved it. So uh, we're doing it again uh, this December. So it feels like an, uh, there feels like an opportunity there. Our app's under construction at the moment, but yeah, there feels like an opportunity there to jump on your app and yeah, start to share somewhere while they're out doing their grateful mile. You know, yes, like they, they share certain things with us on different social media outlets. <laughs> uh, but yeah, definitely you want to kind of see if we can sprinkle a bit of awareness around, you know, your 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 app as well and love it. Absolutely love it and it's brilliant. Is it is it everything you hoped it would be in the sense that as it, you know, uh, brought about all this creativity with you all, like we could do this and like you said, hearing back from others and, you know, you, you're still going to be doctors in two years or are you going to be like mm-hmm. in, the, in the app world? Uh, like, is it, you're just going to roll with it and see where life takes you? I, I think so. So I think we're, we feel really pleased that, you know, it, it's taken a, a long time in the making, especially when we were working part-time, obviously as, as, as doctors. Um, so it's good to finally have something out there that we can be tangible, that we can recommend to people. Yeah. Um, but this this is our first version of the app and we are always thinking of ways to improve. You know, we've had a lot of lovely motivating feedback about the app. We've also had some great constructive kind of ideas about how we can kind of expand it and take it forward. So I think for us, the future probably holds, you know, uh, wanting to develop this further, building new features that we think are going to, you know, enhance the experience for people. Um, and then where that takes us beyond, you know, I think we're quite Trust. open-minded really yeah, yeah, about that yeah. and... Just, just go with the flow to some extent, I think. Yeah, and it's nice to have that kind of that outlook on it, isn't it? It's like you're not, mm. you know, because I just think, you know, talking about you know things being organic again, we've used that word a few times. It's just nice, isn't it? Where there's and that because gratitude doesn't invite pressure. So all yeah. of a sudden, if all of a sudden you're doing a gratitude themed thing, and then you know you've got an expectation around it, and it just takes away some of what. It's the same as run grateful, you know, like no expectation about creating mass participation of events and we don't want like, you know, it's impact over numbers, you know, that kind sure. of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. sounds really lovely and romantic and kind of is the way that I am, you know. Yeah. So but you know, the harshness of the world sometimes put a level of, of of you know expectation around it, so well it must do well, otherwise you know yeah. you can't do it again. It's a you thing know? now because you've got responsibilities. Got it, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. otherwise yeah. even with Liz, just like listen, whatever you know, we're doing these things, you know, with the next generation. It's done a, a, an amazing thing in in Tower Hamlets, just piloting this gratitude theme with with uh, Year Five kids and and whole primary schools. And it's great, and it's just like, listen, like if, if one school gets involved or 10, I mean, there's a few more that got involved in the end, but <laughs> as long as one person gets involved, sure. you know, that's it, you know, and, and, and like I said, it sounds romantic, but, but it, you know, that's the way it is. So, yeah. uh, you know, the, the hope is that, you know, the app does extremely well, and like you said, that has a ripple effect on the world, and, and collectively with, with other amazing gratitude opportunities out there, including ours, we can kind of just... Yeah, all combine, you know, mm, our, our love yeah. for gratitude, you know, sure. and the benefits of it. And just, yeah, we rise by lifting others, you know, it's uh, it's, it's on the wall somewhere here at, mm-hmm. at HQ, but it's, it's, you know, it's incredible. So, yeah, great. You know, I'm really chuffed that we touched base. But going back, just uh, 
a question that I love to ask on this podcast, and uh, it sounds like you both love getting out there in nature and um, and experiencing all that that brings, depending on you know what's going on for us. But whilst out on on a grateful mile, uh, whether you're walking it or running it or whatever, uh, if you were to come across a genie lamp. <laughs> Somewhere in Happens the regularly, yeah. Yes, well, you know, just in case, you never know. I mean, you know, uh, the universe has a way of, you know, you're going to find one now on the way home. You know it's going to happen. So, But, yeah, if you were to have these three wishes, um, what would those three wishes be? So you can't have three between. You've got three each, and uh, there's no right or wrong answer, obviously. Yes. But, yeah, just a bit of fun. I mean, you know, if you were to, you know, give it a little stroke, what, what, would, uh, what would your wishes be? Ooh, um, I think first wish would be that, Everyone on the planet practices gratitude every day. Good answer. I mean, totally was in yeah. my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Good um, second one would probably be that COVID leaves us and that's done because, yeah, that's, yeah, that's obviously been a real challenge for, for our, our lifetime and, and obviously we're not out of the woods yet, so that would be great if that disappeared overnight. Um, and the third one would be for Manchester United to win the Premier League this season. So. Okay. Well, two out of three is not bad. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm not sure that's... The other ones everyone else can get on board with, I think. But, yeah. Um, oh, yes, I was definitely going to say the same for the first one. Maybe, so maybe I'll get more selfish or kind of more introspective that I, I can always think of things to be grateful for. So I think I, I like the space I'm in at the moment. I like what gratitude practice has, has done for me personally. So I think being always able to have something that I, and I think I always will. So I don't think that's that, that's not that much of a task for the genie, but um, I think that's something that I would, I would wish for. Then, I don't know, COVID, COVID, COVID. <laughs> I, I, I think, or, or maybe kind of, I, I've got wishes for the NHS then. So the NHS and kind of the NHS is as it should be and, and stands strong through this difficult time. So I think it's been really tough. For a lot of people um and then maybe the usual cheesy one kind of just the health of my family my friends people around me and just their con- content it's nice it's <laughs> nice but it's a it's probably a cliche not as much as maybe world peace for uh like but no <laughs> not at all i mean listen obviously we're not trying to paint an idea world here by saying that all wishes you know we've all gonna, got a, yeah we've all got a part but it's just a, like a fun question but we've all got a part to play in you know because it's not impossible for us all to kind of you know, sit well, you know, largely on, on earth, you know, and having the best experience we can. You know, we're always being poured here, there and everywhere. And But, you know, we don't all live on top of mountains where, you know, we all make choices, you know, and we can choose to not have as much stuff sometimes or as much whatever that does create this, you know, whatever it is. And I always kind of take responsibility for myself. You know, there's certain actions that I take which bring about choices and, things to do and you know you're just out there in the arena you know and for judgment and vulnerability and all these things but I always say to myself listen you called it on that's it you know if you didn't then but you did so just have a crack on or make different choices you know so there's always that kind of but in order to have that mindset and like you've uh, alluded to Liam like it's over the years, it's, 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 it's in me now. I've got certain mm. structures and routines that I lean into that I know work for me, including gratitude, where I feel supported enough to go out into the world. Because if I didn't, well, like, alarm bells are ringing. You know, and I still mm. get very, very, very down days. You know, very down days. And, uh, yeah, so it's just fantastic that I've got what I've got and I've learned yeah. what I've learned as you 
guys have and I'm lucky enough to have found gratitude over the years so uh, finishing with gratitude um, is there one person that you'd like to share a bit of gratitude for someone that's uplifted you or influenced you or guided you or loves you or whoever that person is uh, if you'd like to share that one individual with us uh, that'd be amazing as we look to finish off so uh, it was my mum's 70th birthday on Tuesday okay. so uh, yeah, fresh off the heels of uh, a couple of days of celebrations uh, for her. So um, I did give a little speech at her party, but um, kind of to echo what I said, you know, she's been my absolute rock. Um, you know, I lost my father when I was young, and so she's had to be mum and dad. Um, and she's just the most selfless and strongest person I know. Um, and for me personally, 20, like this year has been, you know, it's been a lot going on, a lot of, sort of change and, and difficult times. And she's sort of been the one person that's always there, you know, giving me that hug, giving me that little bit of encouragement, same as when I was a small child. And that never wavers despite what she's got going on. So, yeah, I love it a bit. So very grateful to have the mum that I do. Oh, amazing. Thanks for sharing that. Fantastic. Happy birthday to you, Thank you. I think, I mean, my mum as well, but I'll choose something different. I actually got a letter the other week from a primary school teacher. So my year five primary school teacher, so when you're like nine, ten, who'd been passed through a friend of a friend of a friend onto me saying, I've just heard what you've been doing. I heard you're a GP now. Well done, all this stuff. And she was the most amazing teacher and I, just, I remember say, her saying to everyone in the class, no matter what you were like, oh, you can do anything. You know, you can just do anything. And I just think it's so important. People, so odd that these like small moments in their lives are just transcendent for, for everyone else. So I just think she was fantastic. So I'd love, I'm going to write back to her as soon as I get back home. I'll write I'll send a message of I'll send her the Exactly, yeah. yeah. Thanks, Mrs. <laughs> Naylor. It's <laughs> yeah, great. Oh, great. No, we, we've mentioned it a few times in, in lots of different ways, but, you know, just that... Um, you know, bringing other people into our into our minds and acknowledging them and and sharing that back with them. You know, not everyone needs that all the time. You know, not everything needs to be said, uh, but you know, more often than not, if we can share that back with mm-hmm. others, then yeah, they feel great. You know, we we feel great, and you can kind of just that you know move on. You know, with with gratitude in our in our minds and our legs. You know, because uh, <laughs> yeah. we're lucky enough to have them as well. Like yeah, I said, you know, if if there's you know, I always just kind of say to myself before I go out for a run sometimes and, and, and the mind is saying no, which it does, if I'm honest, 100% of the time. I, look, yeah, I, I, I do I need to, <laughs> yeah, like it's, it's massive, isn't it? I spoke about evidence, but all the evidence that I've got to suggest every single run I've ever done in my life, I've never got back and thought, why did I do that? Never, yeah. never, ever, ever. But yeah, that little voice says, oh, you don't need to go. Every here. time, so beforehand, yeah. yeah, always. Yeah. But like, and then I think, okay. Uh, after a period of time of listening to whatever it's saying, I think of times in my life where I couldn't move in that way. You know, I've been in hospital a couple of times over the years with certain things and, you know, illness and injuries. And I think, remember them times when you would have loved to have been mm-hmm. lacing up right now to go out for a mile or two or wherever it's going to be. So just get out, you know what I mean? Because you're lucky. It's like a superpower. You can move. So go and move, mate. And uh, yeah. so on that note... Yeah, thank you for what you do. Thank you for what you're bringing into the world. Uh, I'm sure there's ways in which we can support each other and uplift each other just through, you know, letting gratitude be that vehicle. So uh, really chuffed to have connected with you. And uh, thanks for coming along and and chatting to us. And yeah, remember, don't just run or walk. (laughs) Uh, Run or walk gratefully. Uh, And thanks for, yeah, just, you know, feeding back about what we do as well. So um, thank you. Thank you so much, Mark. We've really enjoyed it. And um, yeah, 
uh, as Liam was saying, you know, I think the whole concept of running and practicing gratitude at the same time, I think it's brilliant that you brought that to the world. And I think it's really making a lot of people re- rethink the way that they're going about their well-being practices. So I'm really grateful for the impact that, describe that you're it. making. Describe it. Hundred percent. Yeah, definitely <laughs> suggesting it now. Don't just go for a run. Well, we do a grateful run and walk together soon as well. Like you're, yeah. Oh, we'd love that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Do that. Yeah. yeah, you guys will leave me for dust, but you know. No, no. Listen, not about that. Absolutely not. We invite Danny as well. Always got to mention Danny in these because he's listening in doing what he, <laughs> so he, he he loves a gratitude run as well. So thanks very much. Brilliant. Enjoy the rest of your uh, week end because uh, it's Friday yeah, yeah, those yeah. that are listening so yeah really grateful for you both thank you okay, very thanks much thanks for having so us thank, thank, you. You. thank you thank you